Igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. I'm thinking about traveling, but I'm scared. And I said, I feel like I need a boyfriend or, or, or best friend to go with me. And she said, you don't need them. You may want them, but you don't need them. Mm-hmm. And if you're scared, it's all the more reason to do it. I, I don't know where I'm going after. I have no idea. My plan is to is to just let it happen because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be meeting people from all over the world who are going to say, you know, Oh, well, I'm going to Spain next. You want to come? Or, Oh, I've got a house in Portugal. You want to go stay there? Or so I'm, I'm just going to roll with it. You're listening to the what's your inspiration podcast with Fox buyer. Hello and welcome to episode 62 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Today, a return guest on. She told herself, if I could work anywhere, I should go somewhere. She's a writer, a healer, a digital nomad, and again, a return guest, Suzanne Casamento. Suzanne, how are you today? Fox. (laughs) I'm doing really well, and I'm so glad to speak with you again. Thanks for having me back on your show. It's, a, it's definitely my pleasure. I was flipping through uh, the, the Facebook maybe a week ago, and I saw you, uh, uh, a selfie, uh, all masked up on a plane flight, and it said, the post, if I could work anywhere, I, I, I should go somewhere. And we wanted to talk off air. You just said, let's just push record and, 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 and get rolling. So, so why, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Why don't you tell the listeners um, what you're up to and where the seeds of this digital nomad journey were planted? Well, um, so the seeds are planted. Uh, let's see. The last time we talked, I was in Vermont. I went to Vermont during the pandemic. My mom and my stepfather live on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. And it was the perfect place to spend the winter. Um it was beautiful. You know, we're in the mountains. We get to snowshoe every single day. The uh, We were obviously isolated, which is what you want in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, and we kept each other laughing. We had a great time. And um, meanwhile, uh, a friend of mine was staying in my apartment in Los Angeles while I was gone. And in, you know, as it, as the snow started to melt and it got up uh, and... and <laughs> got a little warmer I kept thinking I have to go back there (laughs) I don't know if I want to go back there so (laughs) I had I had this neighbor upstairs um it's it's a weird story so in February of 2020 I moved into this gorgeous apartment just above the Sunset Strip um Sunset Plaza actually and it was an old building and it had this amazing character like you know the, the like the really weird chandeliers from the thirties, but brand new, just renovated kitchen. So it was like the perfect, it was just perfect. It's so much character and I loved it. And so um, every morning I woke up and I thought, I can't believe I get to live here, which later I found out I shouldn't have said. So, So that was in February. In March, we shut down. In June, um, please excuse the exterior noise. I'm, there's a, there's, the ocean is right in front of me, and there's a, there's a little um, drive <laughs> where, where these cars keep going by, and people are blasting music and 
boring. It's very it. authentic. It's very authentic. Yeah, it's like the opposite of the Sunset Strip, but um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like this weird Caribbean strip. Um, anyway, so uh, in June of 2020, this couple moved in upstairs, and the guy, I mean, I actually wrote a blog post called The Terrible Man Upstairs about this man because he stomp, 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 stomp. I mean, like all day, all night. Like, you know, I don't know what this guy was doing. And maybe he was just doing tons of blow and like walking back and pacing back and forth all night. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. But he was keeping me awake. I could not sleep. It was just crazy making. And, you know, and I tried to talk with him and his girlfriend. And um, I had her come downstairs and listen while he walked around upstairs. And, of course, he tiptoed the entire time. And so they were like, it's not, you can't hear anything. And, you know, then I would talk to the landlord. And they said to the landlord, well, we pay a lot of rent, you know. Like they were those people, basically <laughs> like, you know, the, the, it doesn't matter if I can't sleep because they pay a lot of rent, you know, to which I was, yes. and I'm holding up my middle finger right now. So yeah, um, the, salute, the birdie salute. Yes. 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 So I just knew I couldn't go back to that apartment. I knew I couldn't go back to that energy because energy, you know, does not know walls or floors. And I could feel that man, like I would sit at my desk and I would know, oh, he's coming home. And then he would drive through the gate. Like I could see him out the window driving through the gate. Like I could feel his energy coming. And so I knew I had to move again. And it was like the millionth time I'd moved. And so I started looking at apartments in Santa Monica and, you know, and, and thinking, well, maybe I'll move back to Santa Monica. And then I was thinking, you know what? I don't want to do that. Maybe I should just go somewhere. Why don't I go somewhere? So I did what every good Angelino does. And I called my energy healer and I said, what do I do? You know, I, I'm thinking about traveling, but I'm scared. And I said, I feel like I need a boyfriend or, or, or best friend to go with me. And she said, you don't need them. You may want them, but you don't need them. Mm -hmm. And if you're scared, it's all the more reason to do it. So that sealed that deal. And, um, and then I started researching islands and I joined a bunch of digital nomad groups and uh, I was looking for something below the hurricane belt that had good Wi-Fi, where, um, you know, that was safe for women and was uh, something that I could afford that wasn't, you know, Cayman Islands expensive, but wasn't, um, um, but was still going to be safe and, and, and um, first world, if you will. So, uh, so I came up with Bonaire. Right, Bonaire in the Caribbean, in the Caribbean Netherlands. You know, going back to searching with your your the man upstairs, I would call that a fail forward moment. Just one of those things that that you did not want to happen, but it it sort of uh, cleared a path for the future. An awesome fail forward moment in 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 your life in your digital nomad journey. I like I, uh, that. And I stole that from a previous podcast, uh, a podcast who uses that. It was definitely a fail forward moment. Suzanne, have you read the book or know the book, Ask the Dust? No, I have Ask not. It's a, it's uh, somewhat similar to, to your story, your recent story about a, a, a writer living 
living out in L.A. where you were and just going through some some bumps and bruises. But but look where you are now. I mean, you give give Bonaire a little bit of love. Tell us about the, about the, the island. Oh, it's beautiful. And um, and I love that term fail forward moment. You know, everything. One of the one of the conversation part of that conversation with my energy healer, I told her, I said that I kept saying, I can't believe I get to live here. And she said, you should never use those words. When you say I can't believe something, the universe will show you that you're right. And so, you know, and so I I've been keeping that in mind and I'm trying not to say unbelievable anymore and can't this and can't that. But um but part of our, our discussion was, you know, everything leading up to this makes sense. Moving so many times. I've had to move several times because I've been in homes that have had mold in them. And, um, and also in 2008, I lost my job. I lost my, and then eventually couldn't pay my mortgage anymore. And so I lost my home in 2009. So, you know, I had to get rid of everything then. And then I had to get rid of everything again in 2016. And then, and then I had to get rid of everything again in 2020. When I moved into that apartment that I just moved out of, everything was brand new, all the furniture. I mean, it was, you know, so, so to part with things for me is nothing because I don't, you know, I have no attachment to things now, but if someone had said to me 10 years ago, Hey, you want to go run off to a desert Island? I'd be like, no, I, what am I going to do with my stuff? You know, mm-hmm. now I'm like, I don't care about stuff. So like you said, you know, it's all fail forward moments. It, you know, the, the path is, was cleared for me. And you, and Suzanne writes about all of this brilliantly in her blog, a timeline of, basically from from 08 up until now of all of these fell forward moments so um uh, outstanding what what have you learned about marine life in bonaire that you didn't know two weeks ago when you were getting up at 4 a.m preparing for this trip <laughs> tell us a little bit about that so um it is so beautiful here i mean i the 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 water closest to me right now is this beautiful turquoise. Beyond that, it's a darker blue. Um, I went on a snorkel cruise on Friday where I, the, the marine life was just, it was just amazing. Um, there, I, there were these plants and leaves. That I, it was like they were waving at me while I was snorkeling above them. <laughs> you know, the fish were so beautiful and brightly colored and, um, this island's really interesting because it it has a seawall, so um, you know it's not very beachy. There's there there are beaches on the other side of the island, but where I am right now, there's a seawall, and so basically, I can walk down steps into the uh, sea in front of me and just snorkel. I mean, it's you know it's 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 really amazing. Um, but the, this I, what, another thing that's really cool about Bonaire is that. Um, it's very uh, eco-conscious. So, for example, you, you, uh, certain types of uh, sunblocks are banned because the chemicals in them um, are dangerous for the reefs. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah they, and there are several reserves on this, um, on this island and um, uh, an amazing na- na- national park. And there's a little island um, in the distance from where I am right now, that's called Klein Bonaire, which means little Bonaire, and it is uninhabited. And um, 
and it is part of the national park and it is you know you can't very strict the activities you can and can't do there but mostly you know it's boats will go and draw people off to snorkel and we actually went out there the other day um but but the people are very conscious of of uh, the environment and the sea and how they treat it and that was something that was really attractive to me there's a guy in front of me who's going to start his scooter right now and it's going to be like (laughs) (laughs) this is the authentic part of the podcast exactly noise I can't shut the windows. I will sweat to death. <laughs> <laughs> we we understand. We understand. Now, I mean, as you've talked here and to all the listeners, you know, a lot of this and your success thus far on the journey is partly due or mostly due to your preparation. You know, we, you talked to us about all of the research you've done on on various social media groups about how safe the island is, what the Wi-Fi is like. In other words, is it conducive to to your personal and professional life? And it it uh, it certainly is. Now, I want to get into the the ugly cry a little bit, but tell us about some of the some of the most difficult and easiest parts of this journey so far. Yeah, so it's been really interesting. Um, I uh, I've had some I've had some. Um, the universe has taught me some lessons very kindly. Let me put it that way. Things could have been horrible and they turned out okay. So I, I know that I've been very supported thus far. But so I came in, I, came, I landed last Saturday. And, um, and as soon as I landed, I got a, a message that said, your bag has been delayed. And I was like, oh my God. Because yes. I don't need stuff. So I'm not attached to my couch and I'm not attached to my, you know, table and all the stuff I just sold in LA, but I, I am attached to my underwear and my bathing suit, <laughs> you know, like, and I realized, Oh my God, rookie move. So first lesson, always put a change of clothing and a bathing suit in my backpack. Right. I also realized on the plane uh, on the second flight, I realized, oh my God, I left my computer um, charger in LA in the old apartment. And I, I was okay. I was in such a rush and a panic to get out of the old apartment because I had this paycheck that was coming in Sure. on, on the Friday because it was the end of the month and I get paid once a month. And I had to get it in the bank before the bank closed, but I had to print the paycheck because for some reason we're still in 2005. But, you know, so so it was, I was waiting by the printer, waiting for that check. So I get to the bank and like we raced to the bank. I ran into the bank and I started and I screamed, yes, I made it. And everybody turned around and stared at me. Um, (laughs) I was so happy, but I was so frantic all day waiting for that check, you know, because obviously I need the money. So all these emotions coming together. I understand. We understand. Yes. So I left the charger there. And so, so this is, so, so it was Saturday and I had taken off work until Thursday. I gave myself Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to calm down, figure out where I was, you know, find a grocery store, things like that. So, um, so I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have to figure out how to get a charger by Thursday. Cause I have to work on Thursday. That was my immediate thought. 
then it was like, boom, your bag's not here. <laughs> so then, so then uh, my suitcase and, and, uh, and thankfully I had my, uh, my backpack and my laptop with me. Um, and I, and I had my um, phone and obviously purse and, um, and my amp coil. I have this frequency healing device. Um, so that was with me, but no clothes. So I go to, I go to the baggage area. I get to customs. I go to the baggage area. Uh, and, and I'm waiting for a, a baggage like agent and they keep saying someone's coming, someone's coming, someone's coming. And I'm telling myself, Island time, Island time, Island time, <laughs> calm down, stay calm, stay calm. Meanwhile, it is 40,000 degrees, right? And You're I'm sweating in, rockets. Oh yeah. Cause mm. I'm, in, I'm in pants. And a, and a t-shirt, but long pants and je- and sneakers and socks because I freeze on planes. So I have like, you know, and I mean, it is, I, I couldn't, I mean, I was, I, it was, the heat was incredible. And in LA, I'm used to heat, but it's dry heat, totally different than this wet, moisture, humid, crazy, I mean, sweating. Yes. And I'm tired and I'm hungry and I'm you know, I know that there's a taxi driver waiting outside to take me to my Airbnb. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm keeping this man waiting. Where's the agent? Where's the agent? You know, so behind me come these two people. So there's a woman and her suitcase is just smashed. Ooh. Like it's a, it's a, it's a hard case suitcase that is down to just the cloth that covers this suitcase. I can't explain it. Smashed. This other woman has this scuba gear and she's holding up a fin that looks like it went through a wood chipper. And I'm like, oh (laughs) my God, right? And then her suitcase is like torn to shreds. I mean, there's, there was scuba gear in there that, I mean, it looked like it, like a wetsuit that looked like it had been, it had melted. And I was like, oh my God, is that what happened to my suitcase? Oh my God. You know, meanwhile. Calm down. Wait for the issue. I'm just trying to stay calm. Island time, island time. Yes. So after an hour and a half of waiting and finally filing the claim with this lovely woman, um, I file the claim. I walk outside and I'm looking for the taxi driver and there's a woman standing there and she's holding this sign with my name on it. And I'm like, oh, is that my taxi driver? And then she says, it's Jean. And Jean is my, so my, when I told my friend Tina that I was coming to Bonaire, she said, oh, I have a friend there. It's Jean, you know, her name is Jean. Let me introduce you. So Jean and I had had a phone call and Jean was super friendly and answering all of my questions and just like the kindest human in the world. She's also a realtor at Remax on Bonaire if you plan on moving here. Um, okay. <laughs> shameless so, plug. Shameless plug. I like it. Shameless plug. Yeah. Um, but she says, it's Jean. And I realized, oh my God, it's Jean. I said, where's the taxi driver? She said, I sent him away. And um, I said, really? And she said, and I said, my my suitcase is lost. And she said, I'll take you to my house. Let's get a toothbrush and toothpaste and something for you to wear. And I burst out crying. I mean, just sobbing, ugly. I mean, it was, ah, Jean, oh my God. Jean, you don't understand. Oh my God, Jean. I mean, 
So that's the ugly cry right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was fierce. So we went to her house and she gave me toothpaste, toothbrush. She gave me um, shorts and T-shirts. And then we went to her friend Irene's next door. And Irene was like, here, here's a bathing suit. And here, here's a dress. And I was like, I love you humans. Like, it was just, it was amazing. And then the next day, Jean took me to the supermarket. So the finish line was a gauntlet, basically. But once you got through... It was uh, it was smooth sailing. Yeah, she was just an she was really she was an angel. She, uh, so was Irene. I mean, it was really incredible. So then the wait was on because um, I was trying to find you know I kept going to American Airlines like where's my bag where's my bag where's my no answers like waiting for a human you know your bag has not been located. It's like this is what I'm getting on the phone. Are you kidding me? So I knew. So flights only come here Saturdays and Wednesdays. So I was praying that, but the suitcase was going to be on Wednesday's American airline flight from Miami. And at one point I did get what looked like a confirmation that my bag was on the Miami flight, but there was no scan. It was very confusing. So on Wednesday I took a taxi to the airport and, oh, I forgot to tell you about the computer charger. Yes, yes, yes. We can get to that, though. We can, it's all weaving in, Suzanne. Yes, yes. So the computer charger. So what, So when Jean took me to the supermarket, we also went to this crazy superstore, which um, she called the Big Lots on steroids. It was such a good example. I mean, a good definition <laughs> for what it was. But, um, and they had a a universal computer charger but then when i took it home and i plugged it in yes it would charge the computer but it's not like an adapter that stays charging while you're online the entire time you're working so i could get like an hour or two charge out of it but i could but it wouldn't hold i was like oh my god i can't work on thursday like this what am i gonna do you know so panic panic so I write in this Facebook group, this Bonaire Facebook group, and I'm like, does anybody know where I can get a computer adapter for an HP laptop, blah, blah, blah. And this woman responds, and she says, if you Amazon me the HP lap- or adapter you need, I'll bring it on Wednesday's flight. I wow. not believe it. it was was that alone? Did you, did you ugly, ugly cry alone when that happened as well? Definitely got teary, let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So, yeah. So, um, so on Wednesday, I went to the airport hoping to get the adapter and hoping to get the luggage. And so I'm standing there waiting as people are coming out and waiting and waiting. Meanwhile, my taxi driver's waiting for me. He's like, I'll wait. And I, I said, this could take forever. I'll wait. I mean, I could. He was amazing. Wow. So. So um, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting just, and I'm, and all I'm thinking is slow down, slow down. Because while I was rushing on earlier in the week, my friend had helped me take boxes over to my friend's house. And I forgot something and I went running back into the building. He yelled after me, slow down. Cause you know, I'm going to fall over and kill myself, you know? So, <laughs> so, so he, so I kept hearing his voice all week. Slow down, slow down, slow down. So while I was at the airport, I was just like 
trying to stay calm, not think about where, where the bag was there or is the bag not there? Is the luggage there? You know, would the woman have the adapter or is the woman not going to have the adapter? You know, it was just a lot of variables. Down. Oh, yeah. And then she came out. I had a sign with her name on it. I came out and she said, here's your adapter. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. You know, and so that was incredible. And so I thanked the universe. And then I said, okay, let's go get that suitcase. So then I kept asking people for help, you know, who do I talk to? I'll talk to the agent, the American Airlines agent. The American Airlines agent says, we'll talk to the security person. The security person says, we'll go wait over there. You know, I wait over there. Somebody else says, go back to security. So I finally, got, you know, I finally got somebody, a man who was listening to me. And meanwhile, I'm waving at the taxi driver, like, I love you. Thank you. And <laughs> finally, I see the woman, the wonderful woman who uh, I met on Saturday who had, who had filled out the claim for me. And there she is. I see her and I start crying. I say, it's you. It's you. And <laughs> <laughs> Your savior. She's looking at me like, you lunatic woman. What? You know, what? So, um, <laughs> oh, sorry. I just remember the look on her face. And I said, you took my claim on Saturday. And she said, I, I don't remember. What is your last name? I said, Casamento. She said, I have it. I said, you have it? She said, yes. Yeah. Now I'm really crying. Three so words, sends, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sends me through security. We go back there and she says, well, how long are you going to be here? And I said, I'm going to be here till December. She said, how are you doing that? And I said, well, I'm a digital nomad. She said, you know, I'm Miss Tourism Bonaire. And I'm, I've been trying to figure out how to get more digital nomads to, nomads to come here. And I was like, wow, you need to join this group, this group, this group, this group. And it was just so funny because it was like, you know, we helped each other out. And now she and I are following each other on Instagram. <laughs> All these pieces just coming together. I mean, it's just a series of fell forward moments. And, you know, with your suitcase, the story before Suzanne with the, the fin and the, the scuba suit, you would think your your suitcase was, was had gone through a war zone, so you didn't know, right? Yeah. But you really, at that point, didn't care, I, I wouldn't think. Well, I just, I could, it, was, it was perfectly intact, and it was packed exactly the way I had packed it. And no one had touched it. It was not rifled through. It was untouched. And you know what? I didn't lock it. So things I learned, again... Because the universe could have made this horrible for me. I mean, that bag could have been gone. That bag, and let me tell you, you know, they want you to have a receipt for every single article of clothing in order to get reimbursed for it. I do not have, you know, a receipt for the bra I bought last year. You know, <laughs> like, so I, it would have been so incredibly difficult to get all that stuff back. And I mean, there, it, 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 was, it was a very gentle way of saying, okay, next time you're going to have to figure out how to carry on. That was the first thing. You know, and the second thing was make sure you have your electronics with you. And, you know, also the other message that I just kept getting is people are going to help you. I mean, Jean helped me. Irene helped me. I met another woman in the apartment building where I've been staying. and She and I went out for drinks. I mean, like, you know, people, people, and she took me to a, a CVS so I could get like bug spray and hair stuff and not a CVS, but an equivalent of a CVS. Um, 
you know, I mean, everyone has been so, the woman who brought my adapter, I mean, these people are just so kind. I met another woman, Billy, through the Facebook group. She took me on the snorkel cruise. She had me over for dinner with her family. I mean, the kindness has been incredible. You, you must be living right. You've got to be living right. That's, that's all I can think of. Everything is just seems to be falling into place. What um you talked about uh, staying there un, until or through Dece- De- December, correct? Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm drinking water. And she sips water, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So my plan is, uh, as I mentioned before, my mom and my stepfather live on a mountain in Vermont, in the middle of nowhere. Um, so my plan is so. So Americans can come to Bonaire for up to six months within a one-year period. So, and my lease was up, my apartment lease was up on July 31st. So that's kind of how I came up with this time frame, this August 1st to December something. Um, and so uh, so in the middle of December, I'm actually going to, I'm going to head to uh, my brother's house in New Jersey because I have not seen my brother I have seen his wife and, and his girls. Thankfully, they came up to Vermont and saw us at the tail end of the pandemic, which was just wonderful. Um, Very cool. But, Very cool. Yeah, but I haven't seen my brother. It will be two years in December, so I'm going to straight to his house, and um, and then I I will go up to uh, my mom's. I'll go up to Vermont, and um, and then I I I don't know where I'm going after. I have no idea. My plan is to is to just let it happen because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be meeting people from all over the world who are going to say, you know, oh, well, I'm going to Spain next. You want to come? Or, oh, I've got a house in Portugal. You want to go stay there? Or so I'm, I'm just going to roll with it. Hence digital nomad, right? You're not lying when you say digital nomad. You mean it. You oh, mean I mean it. it. I mean it. Yeah. Hundred percent. Now, as we as we wind down here, let's touch on the writing piece because yes. you, you you are a writer, and that's how we we first connected. And from your a recent blog post, listen to this. This is what writers do, Suzanne. What do writers do? <laughs> I don't remember what I wrote. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> I I know what I was talking about. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, so the other night when I went to Billy's house uh, with with the Tedesco dive crew, who are amazing, uh, I we had dinner and we were watching this amazing sunset. And um, one of their crew members, Nate, is like Encyclopedia Brown. She, I mean, just knows everything. It's awesome. And so, you know, he um, was standing next to me and he said, so, you know, see that area where it's all flat? That's because bubbles are coming up, there are divers underneath. And, uh, and so when the, when the bubbles come up, everything becomes clear in the water. And um, I was thinking about that and, and watching the sunset, I was, I was, it reminded me of um, when I was a kid, uh, well, even when I was older too, but throughout my life, my mother, uh, anytime I'm with my mother and, you know, we see something kind of interesting or just sort of like a, it, we're, where someone might elbow someone else, you know, a situation like that, she'll just she'll just put her hand onto my arm and she'll say, "Hey, Miss," you know. Uh huh. 
and um and because she knows that those things come up in my writing and so and it's not a conscious thing it's definitely a, a subconscious thing and um we we store bits of um of information and feelings and emotions and then they just bubble up in our stories you know the my um my latest novel which i'm now shopping um uh there are so many things in this novel and in this person, this character who she is also on a healing journey. Um, and, um, she, she uses all the wrong strategies to cope until they no longer work. And, uh, which that I did. So from experience, I did that. Um, but, um, but there's so many situations in, in that story feelings and emotions where I don't know where they come from, but they just bubble up and they're somehow saved. And it's like, those are the best moments when we surprise ourselves and we go, wow, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I guess today's terms, it's, it's, it's been, it's been downloaded and you're, yes. you're now you're sharing it with the world to make it, in a, put it in a digital sense, I guess. That is such a great way of putting it. Yes, I've downloaded those things. And I don't even remember doing it. It's wild. <laughs> well, um, you've, you've, you've probably done a lot of things on this journey that you, that you don't remember, that you're going to remember in a, in a couple of days or, or, or some time. Yeah. Uh, final final uh, piece to this wonderful interview. Empty your pockets. Uh, not literally, but share some final advice. For the for to the listeners, I just thought I'm not, I don't have any pockets. Um, <laughs> yeah, so here's something that has been resonating with me and just banging around my brain for like the last year or so has been: it doesn't have to be this way, and I mean that in terms of in terms of your own life, our own lives, but. Globally, it doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be left or right, right or wrong, white or black, you know, red or blue, hate or love. It doesn't have to be this way. And I think that we are, as a society, on a global level, are at a tipping point where people are starting to realize, like, I mean, listen, we're either going to go one way or the other and, and it, it could be absolute brink of disaster and, uh, or, you know, we could transcend into the world of love and peace that we should be. Um, but I, it doesn't have to be this way. And I know that sounds, and, and I, I, I'm, I'm so, I, I have to recognize my own privilege in this situation, you know. Um, I, I don't have any children, any parents, any, uh, a husband, any, I don't, there's no one relying on me. So yes, I can just get rid of my apartment and pay rent here instead, you know. You have a good I, perspective. We understand that. Yeah. yeah. But so I understand that it's more difficult for people 
right? So when I say it doesn't have to be this way, you know, someone else could say, well, you know, you don't have a husband and kids and people relying on you and blah, 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 blah. It is this way. It has to be this way. So I also mean that on a, on a, 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 a micro level too, you know, you can change the way you are living small, tiny changes, you know, like do something for yourself, go take a drive and blast the music, you know, go, uh, figure out how you can get an afternoon away from your kids or your husband or your whatever. Um, read a book. <laughs> right, right. Whatever your reality is, our reality is we can change it in some way, whatever our reality is, whether yes. we're, we're, we're married with kids or, or, or we're single and we're digital nomad. What, whatever yes. that is. Yes. And, and, I mean, and, and we don't have to be stuck and unhappy and in the muck, you know, you can make small incremental changes. You don't have to do something crazy, like get rid of your apartment and your car and everything you own and go to another country. <laughs> you know, you can, you can incrementally make changes to feel better, you know? And I just think that people don't even realize that it's possible to feel better. And you're a, you're the, living breathing example of that you you started the whole journey by doing things in small increments getting rid of okay and this might have started back in 2008 when you when you lost your house those were the seeds you learned how to purge yourself of things that you you didn't need save your grandmother's uh, kitchenware but uh but but you you you've learned and, and your entire story is is very very inspirational it hit home with me um for several reasons and the one of the main reasons was that i'm listen to the universe here i'm reading a book called uh, the happiness pursuit not the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. and the the author chris gillibo writes of people going on these enormous life quests he himself is a man who has gone to every country in the world before he turned the age of 35. And there are a bunch of others. And I'm thinking, well, it's insane. You should be in this book for the, for the leap that you, you took. It's just, a, it's just a great story. I think you've, you've encapsulated it there um, by saying it doesn't have to be this way. And it's a very profound way to, to wrap up this interview. So um, thank you so much for your time. What, to end up here, it's it's New Year's Eve of 2021. What do you want to have uh, accomplished by then? Oh, I, I want to uh, I want to, I want to sell uh, my latest novel, All the Moments in Between. It's just I mean it's it's a it's a profound novel of, uh, uh, about um, about healing, um, but it's not preachy or about, you know, this is a book about healing, you know, it's about a woman who's a basket case, you know, and, and throughout the the book, um, you know, comes to realize that she is worthy and deserving of love and living and friendship. And it's just, um, it's, I think people really need to read it. Because I think that we are so depleted of emotional and spiritual nutrients that most people don't even feel that way. You know, that they are deserving of love 
and friendship and living in a healthy way. That's how messed up we are. We need those nutrients. Please spread those nutrients on us come uh, come December. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. What's the name of the book again? The book is called All the Moments in Between. I'm searching for the perfect agent, and um, and that's what that's what's happening right now. But um, if it, if anyone wants to follow my journey, I'm blogging uh, nonstop at SuzanneCasamento.com. Which I will post. I'll post a link to your blog in the in the show notes. People will be able to go to go oh, right I love there. That. Thank yeah, you. For sure. for sure, for sure, of course, of course. And Suzanne, yeah. the way that things are going, I, I think you might find an agent in Bonaire. It just looks like things are trending in that direction. Yeah, I think yes, uh, yes, I would agree, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> as she as she stares down at the ocean just beyond her front door so suzanne this has been an absolute blast again um thank you for your space and your time and best of luck on your digital nomad journey oh thank you i've loved it thank you this will wrap up episode 62 of the what's your inspiration podcast suzanne and i will talk to you all later take good care You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.